Hello, this is Winnie and welcome to My Week with God. The Lord is wonderful and appears in my life and that of my friends and my family. We thank Him for this channel and the opportunity to share these experiences and to encourage each other on this journey of faith. It is not a secret that we are living in a very challenging time. The news on every channel depicts a world in trouble health systems, education, sports and recreation, worship centers, all these have been disrupted. In fact, economies, even those of traditionally strong countries, are so shaken. All we hear is doom and gloom. It's amazing how a small little virus has caused such havoc and mayhem, disrupted lives, crushed currencies, closed schools and churches, sports fields and gyms, hotels and restaurants, airlines and trains. In essence, life as we knew it changed overnight. What a load to carry. I found this week a bit tough going and I engaged my best mate in a conversation where I could pour out and share my fears and anxieties. As we discussed the challenges we are facing, we concluded that God could not have brought us to this place so that he could drop us now. I was a little encouraged in this. I sat alone later that evening. I defaulted to my place of comfort. I played some music. One song ministered to me and I will share it with you and highlight some of the lyrics and how these touched me and reminded me of God's promises. The very first line says, I found you in the middle of my mess. You had been there all along. I was reminded of Psalm 46 verse 1 which says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. God is always there. Even when we forget him, when we overlook him, or when we don't acknowledge him, he is there. Even in the darkest of our moments, when we are neck high in trouble, he's a gentleman. He'll just be waiting there, ready to welcome us and to help us. And have you noticed how frantic and desperate we get when we are overwhelmed by situations outside our control? We are gripped with fear. We believe the end has come. We are brought to our knees or to a place where we are forced to surrender. And at this point, my song then says, The lies I once believed, they crumble at the weight of your truth. And the fear that gripped my heart is arrested so that I can see you. At that point of surrender, we look upwards to our maker because we have no other choice really. What we then see is that the truth of God in 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 says, For God has given us, has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. What have we to fear if God has given us a sound mind? 
to be able to reason out things and make rational decisions. When we have been given power to enjoy and love to sustain us. Really? What have we to fear? The devil wants us to believe that we are defeated. Those are his lies and the fear he wants us to be paralyzed with. As we begin to see that God is with us and that we need not fear, we begin to see a glimmer of hope. Sometimes the hope is not clearly defined, but we know that it is there. We can't quite piece the puzzle together, but we trust and believe that God will help us. My song then says to me, When I only see in part, I will prophesy your promise. I believe you, God. Indeed, sometimes we can only conceive part of what God has in store for us. Sometimes the grand picture is so grand we cannot fathom it. We even doubt it. It seems far-fetched. We think it's not possible or we think we don't deserve it. But God was so explicit and definitive in his promise and I can understand why we don't get it sometimes. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 puts it so well and says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. Let me tell you, if we are dreaming of two things, God can do 10 of those things. We can dream wildly, but God will do above and beyond that. We must just believe that he is capable. We mustn't limit God. The troubles we have now will seem so minuscule when we put them against what we can imagine to be the best case scenario. God can do exceedingly above that. And once again, the lies we once believed do crumble at the weight of God's truth. God commanded us that we walk by faith and not by sight. This is from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. Even when we can't see it or visualize it or conceptualize it, we must believe and have faith anyway. Because the one who can do it will make it manifest. The song goes further on to say, You set a table in the middle of my war. You knew the outcome of it all. When what I faced looked like it would never end, you said, watch the giants fall. Imagine being in the middle of your challenges, your challenges of reduced earnings, threats of retrenchment, the threat of your business crumbling, no rent, no school fees, no food. And God is telling you to sit at a table and eat. He's telling you to relax. He's telling you to take a chill pill. Believe me, as Psalms 107 verse 29 says, He calms the storm so that its waves are still. God is gracious and He will calm the storms of your life and will allow you peace so that that sound mind and that power 
and that love he promised us may be made manifest. The greatest promise in the song says, Because you finish what you start, I will trust you with the process. I believe you, God. What a wonderful promise and reassurance that God completes all his projects. He says so in Philippians 1 verse 6, where the word says, Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So whatever it is that God has brought you to, he will see you through it. He doesn't do half jobs. His promises hold true and fast. Just trust him with the process and just be still. If you have economic challenges, Jeremiah 29 verse 11, God promises that the plans that he has for our lives are that we may prosper and that we may have hope and that we may have a future. So we shall have enough for today and even for the future. And all this will be lived in prosperity. If we have relationship challenges, Colossians 3 verse 14 commands us, but above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. With love in our hearts, we are more patient, more tolerant, more considerate, more attentive, more forgiving, more caring. Let us pray. Our gracious Father, may your name be praised. Even in this global crisis, you have brought us this far and we are still standing. We thank you, Lord, that you have been hard at work moving things in our favor. We do not lack anything. We do face difficulties and our faith is challenged. We do get to a point where we question if you're still there and why you let bad things happen. But we know that these are whisperings of the evil one. Because your word in Romans chapter 8 tells us that nothing will separate us from the love of God. Not tribulation, not distress, not peril or famine. Not even this global pandemic will separate us from your love or derail the good work you have started in us. Grant us peace, dear God, that we may remain of a sound mind, of power and of love, and see the great work you are doing in us to its completion. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Storms will come and go. Even this pandemic and the tsunami it has caused will pass. In all this, God finishes his projects. And whatever project he is working in your life, rest assured it is on course. And you will finish it in good time. Until next week, may God keep you in perfect peace. Goodbye.